This week, on this soothing Easter Sunday, we are going to take a little break from reading straight from the beginning of the book of the Bible, and we are going to find out what the Bible says about Easter. Now, if you don't celebrate Easter, just call it story time, okay? Because everybody needs a good story. Even if these stories are actually true, which is what I believe and what many other Christians believe. Everybody has their own view. So just feel free to dive in to the realm of the Bible with me and see what Easter is all about. Or at least what we believe it to be all about. Or at least what I believe. Anyway, let's get into this Easter Sunday episode. Happy Easter, everyone. Even to the ones who don't celebrate it because it's still a national holiday. Today, we're going to be talking about, like I said in the intro, what the Bible says about Easter. One of the things I really love about Easter is... It's a chance to get all the kids out and interested in egg hunts. It's a great time for the families to get together and experience the joy of Jesus Christ. And the joy that the Lord brings to as many people as he has reached so far. And he has reached me and my life. I am very passionate about all things Jesus, so... Get ready for a fantastic story and a fantastic episode. So, I've got a few Bible verses here, but before I get started on those, I would like to name a few points that a lot of people associate with Easter and some points that I admire. Well, basically the gist of Easter, you know, you've got the Easter bunny and all of that. And I have to say, as a little girl, I have always enjoyed the Easter bunny. Like, I just picture, even now, I picture this gigantic Peter Rabbit-esque figure hopping around with an Easter basket in his hand throwing out chocolates that are kept inside these little eggs and that it's like a refrigerator egg so that the chocolate doesn't melt and there's also money inside too because everybody loves a little money inside their egg I know I did when I was growing up just even to find a dollar was like Christmas to me but um that's one thing I like about the holiday. Like I said, it's a good time for the family to get together to do things. I know right now my neighbors are listening to their music, so I guess that's one way to celebrate Easter. I don't even know if they actually celebrate it or not, because I don't know enough about their culture. Um, They're Mexican, so I'm not sure. How do you guys celebrate Easter? Some of you, I would like to know. Anyway... Uh, we're going to get started with the Bible verses in a minute, but 
for a lot of people, Easter is not so much about the death of Jesus Christ and the fact that he died on the cross for the sins of the world so that we all could live, but more of the resurrection when he was risen from the dead. In fact, that is the highlight of the Bible verse on version. He has risen. Basically, today is the day that he rose up from the tomb, walked out, and basically made everyone happy that he was still alive because everyone really did love Jesus a lot and still do to this day, probably. I mean, I know I'm one of those people who really love him a lot. I wish I could actually meet him and just have the joy that he had even through all the world's problems he didn't have stress at all it seemed I wish I had that so now bible verses okay give me just a moment This is a website, and it has 40 Bible verses. Um, But we may not get to see this one because it is not... Working properly. Or my internet is bad. One of the two. Okay, let me see. try again aha here we go so the first verse is John chapter 11 verses 25 through 26 it says Jesus said to her I am the resurrection and the life the one who believes in me will live even though they die and whosoever lives by believing in me will never die do you believe this And that's something that is a big question. What do we actually believe will happen to us when it comes time for the end? Honestly, I do believe that what it's basically saying here is the flesh will die. The outward of ourselves will die. But the inward, our spirit will live on. I think that's an important message. So the next verse... um, 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 Praise be to God to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ In his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope 
through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And I think that's important to note that it should give us hope that he died so that we could live. Uh, the next one is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 21. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 I want to know Christ yes to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings becoming like him to his death Acts chapter 4 verse 33 with great power the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. Well, it does make it easier having seen Jesus. Because they believed in something that they saw. But it's also important to note that sometimes we see something right in front of us and still don't believe it. So it's great that they continued his teachings. Teaching the word of God. Luke chapter 24 verses 6 through 7. He is not here. He has risen. And that's talking about when Mary went to the temple and she saw that he wasn't there. She got scared that something had happened to his body or whatever. Not knowing that he got up from the tomb himself. Romans chapter 8 verse 34. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Philippians chapter 2 verse 8. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Romans chapter 6 verse 9 We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has domination over him. And it would be horrible if something like that happened again. I mean, being hung, nailed to a cross. Nailed to wood. Ooh. I'm glad it won't happen again. Romans chapter 8, verse 34. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us Romans chapter 6 verses 8 through 11 the death he died he died to sin once for all but the life he lives he lives to God in the same way count yourselves dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus
Luke chapter 24, verses 6 through 7. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of the sinners. He crucifi- be crucified, and on the third day he raised again. Which is something to note. Jesus gave them, gave the apostles and everyone that listened a hint that he was going to be, was going to rise again. All this was going to happen, and it just goes to show that people believe what they want to believe. Even if what they believe may not be the right thing. Romans chapter 6, verse 8 for 11, or verses, hang on, verse, chapter 6, verses 8 through 11. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. Acts chapter 3 verse 15. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. John chapter 3 verse 16. One of our favorite verses, if you know this verse at all. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, a.k.a. Jesus, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And that is very powerful. Just to know that just by believing in him, we are securing our future. We will get everything we ever needed. Maybe not what we want, but God knows best. Romans chapter 10 verse 9. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I truly believe that with all my heart. Matthew chapter 28 verses 5 through 6. The angel said to the woman, or to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. So basically he's saying like, Jesus isn't here, but you can, you're still welcome to see the tomb. John chapter 11 verse 25. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Revelation chapter 1 verse 17b through 18a. Don't be afraid. I am the first and last. I am the living one. I died. But look, I am alive forever and ever. Mark chapter 16 verses 1 through 4. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, Salome, I think, bought 
or solemn, I'm guessing some people pronounce it, bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. John chapter 14 verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So basically, that's why a lot of people pray to Jesus. It's because any prayer that comes to Jesus will also come to God. Uh, Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 14 For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 3 through 8 For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, or you at the first, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, that is Peter, and then to the twelve. After that, He appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. Mark chapter 16 verses 5 through 7. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, He is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Luke chapter 23, verse 46 through 47. Jesus called out with a loud voice. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion Seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. Oh my gosh. If you guys haven't seen the Jesus movie, you have to watch it. It is so emotional. It's an emotional movie. Like, sometimes I still cry when I see, like, the person playing Jesus dying on the cross. Oh, it's so sad. But it's memorable too. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Mark chapter 15, verses 46 through 47. So Joseph bought some linen cloth, took down the body, wrapped it in the linen, and placed it in a tomb cut out of rock. Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. Luke chapter 24, verses 2 through 3. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. For he has rescued us from the domination of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So basically, Jesus dying on the cross was his way of saying that we are forgiven. And I think that is a wonderful message. And a wonderful act of forgiveness and kindness and love. Acts chapter 4 verse 33. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 20 He exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. John chapter 20, verse 17 through 18. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Mark chapter 16 verses 5 through 6. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side. And they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You were looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. So basically, a lot of these verses are the same. So I hope you guys enjoyed this little episode. When we come back, we will close. I will close. Y'all will listen. Anyway, see you in a minute. is closing time but before we go i would like to ask you all if you guys have any easter plans or anything you'd like to share about what you did 
for your Easter? I would really love to know. I'm always interested in other people's plans. And some people might call it stalking or just being nosy. I call it being interested and informative. Informative or whatever. But really, it's none of my business if you don't want to share. But if you do, tweet me or DM me on Twitter even. It's at Brits a Million. That's at B-R-I-T-T-S-A-M-I-A. Let me start over. B-R-I-T-T-S-A-M-I-A. L-L-I-O-N. Brits a million. I would love to hear what you guys did this Easter. The Easter's before and the Easter's to come. What you're planning on doing. So with that being said. I'd like to thank you all for joining me. On this soothing Easter Sunday. And now I'm going to close in prayer. Dear Lord. Thank you for allowing those of us who want to, to celebrate the true meaning of Easter and to understand it. And thank you for allowing the families to get together and for allowing my family to have a big dinner and I'm sure other families too. Thank you for blessing us with this wonderful weekend and especially this wonderful day when you rose from the dead and did all of these weekend plans so that we could live. Thank you so much for dying on the cross for the sins of the world. And for forgiving us. Thank you for keeping everyone safe. And I pray that you will continue to do so. In Jesus' name, I thank you and I pray. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining me. I wish you all a happy Easter and happy story time to those that don't celebrate. And with that being said, I will hopefully talk to you tomorrow for Mindful Monday. Shoot me some topics. Bye, guys.